And I kind of closed that door and it was so clear to me. I just, something deep in me knew that this is what I had to do. And even though I was kind of given opportunities to go back and, you know, offered the opportunity to be their political director and to be guided to into that process, it, I, I couldn't do it. Like I knew that this is what I'm meant to be doing. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. It's so nice to be back in this studio. And today I am blessed to be with the lovely Louise Wilson. And just a real quick background here because most of you in my world would probably not know of her. I haven't mentioned her before because she is relatively new to my world. But oh my God, we've hit it off right off the bat because we have so much in common. And I cannot wait to get into this. So honestly, strap yourselves in and here we go. But Louise Wilson is an awesome spiritual entrepreneur carving her own way and path and with the way of the successful entrepreneur, which is her branding and her way. So welcome, Louise. So happy to finally have you here. Thank you so much, Peter. It's a real pleasure to to have this time with you and also to uh, to have this time with your listeners and with your viewers. So thank you for that. That's awesome. And just a quick reference, I'm I forgot to double check where are you actually joining us from today? Because I know we've got time zones, you're in the opposite side of the world, but where best you where best you joining us from recording this one from? I'm beaming in from Heltsuk traditional territory. So I'm actually living on the central west coast of BC, Canada. I live on a, a very remote island. There's just like 65 residents. And then across from uh, where I live is the Heltsuk First Nation. So it's one of the largest coastal First Nations here on, on the BC coast. Yeah, I've been living here for 22 years, 23, coming up for 23 years. And uh, wow. yeah, it's a deeply special place and Paul's a very, very special place in my heart. I just love that because even just hearing you say that, it's like I know that for myself and I'm pretty sure that everybody else listening goes, can we come and visit? Because that sounds like such a spiritual connection place because it, like, even though I just conjure up this massive, beautiful, like just deep root, just scented. I feel it just you talk about that makes me feel so calm on the inside. Is that what you find? Just out of curiosity, why there? 23 years. It says you hold a special place in your heart. Why there? You know, and I know we'll be diving more into this about following your intuition, following that, that spiritual calling, following that, that soft, quiet voice inside of you. And for me to to be here, I was originally living in Amsterdam. I was the international finance manager for Greenpeace International 25 years ago. You know, I came to Canada on, I was on a spiritual quest at that time, separated from my first husband. And I was in not, not a great place. It was a very, very difficult and traumatic breakup. But it kind of forced me to, you know, discover really what I was actually capable of doing, having lived in a very kind of like passive existence, not really believing in myself and not willing to take risks and chances in my life. All of a sudden, you know, when you feel as though you've lost everything, 
you have nothing left to lose. And it's unfortunate that I had to get to that place really to have my massive sort of aha and spiritual awakening and spiritual journey, yeah. which brought me to Canada. And and then I met my husband through a series of serendipitous circumstances. And honestly, I'd only known him, you know, a matter of weeks, but I knew something deep inside of me knew this was the man that that I would marry and that I wanted to be with him. So as soon as I got back to Amsterdam, I quit my job. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I'm going to Canada. I didn't know how it was going to unfold. I didn't know how, you know, I, as I look back, I think, oh my God, like I was crazy because, you know, I, I hadn't done the whole immigration thing. I just knew that it was going to work out. And it did, you know, a lot of my friends and family hadn't even met Rob. So they were like, who is this guy? And you're crazy, you know, but I think a lot of the work that I do is really about listening to that, that sort of soft, quiet voice that sometimes becomes an incredibly loud voice when we allow it to, and when we're not listening and listening to it and taking those bold leaps of faith, which I think in entrepreneurship is something that we do as visionaries, right? We have these big visions and dreams and it's about following that. So that's kind of how I a bit of a roundabout story, a very much guided, you know. But what a massive change, like Amsterdam to like super, well, I, I kind of, my map, I'm kind of imagining kind of very remote West Coast BC here. You know, it's definitely a tree change by the sounds of it <laughs> and a sea change. It was huge. And this mean like leaving all that behind and would you say it's like, it's like a rebirth for you? It definitely was. It was. And, um, you know, those rebirths, they aren't always easy, but they do bring like massive change. I think what's really interesting for me is that my job defined me. Like I was very, very good at what I did. And I had, you know, a lot of, there was a path, a very clear path for me within Greenpeace, you know, like of where I was going and what I would be doing. And I kind of, close that door and it was so clear to me I just something deep in me knew that this is what I had to do and even though I was kind of given opportunities to go back and you know offered the opportunity to be their political director or, or, and to be guided to into that process it, I, I couldn't do it like I knew that this is what I'm meant to be doing and um, it wasn't easy at all you know I'll have to say because I had to reinvent myself you know and oftentimes you have to you know when you're breaking ground and breaking trails which is what we do I think as entre- I, I think your listeners are they predominantly viewers are they predominantly entrepreneurs would you say or I know there's some there but like everybody's in a different well, I've got a lovely robust audience that are listening like some are literally just beginning on their journey and are kind of awakening to it and that's why I love this is this why and I was talking to people it's so important, like the value in our story. Like, just hearing that, I'm like, what a significant thing. Because I know there's that, even though they may not be entrepreneurs per se, but people who have had that where, and I think this is happening more so now, like in the very moment and the energy at the moment is that we're looking at this and people are having or are being called forth, you know, and we've had that experience, like you going through that in obviously with that career and having that path. I had that back in um, 2011, you know, had that path when it, not universe had a different idea for me and all the rest of it. So everybody's on their different path of 
their journey. It doesn't matter where they are, but that's why I feel like when we talk about the rebirth, it doesn't matter. I think it's important when people say, I love that when you said you felt that the job defined you Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden just change came and you had to embrace that change. Yes. So kind of coming back to that, and you said that it was obviously that time you had to listen to that little voice inside. Would you say that you had that little voice with you or it was there you didn't listen to it as much or it's like or was it more of like that was just a massive awakening and that quiet voice all of a sudden had a lot more space to be heard how would you describe that particular like transition there it's interesting because i think if i think back to as a child you know i didn't know what it was but you know, as a young child, one thing, one book, I'm a dyslexic, so I, I haven't read many fictional books, but one book that really spoke to my heart was The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And I was seven, I think seven or eight years old, a great book. And it was that whole idea that there was this mystical, magical world, you know, on the other side of the wardrobe. And as a child, I think I, I knew that within me, I knew that there was this, this other world Mm -hmm. that I could connect to and connect with. And that when I did, you know, it would open up all these other worlds to me. And so I'd sit in my wardrobe and I'd be pushing up against the, the wall, just thinking that the door was going to open. Of course it never did. And it, and it took me several decades to figure out how to step through, you know, to those other realms. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do, because, you know, I know now having spent so long figuring it out, I know the easy ways to do it. And I think in all of this, you know, listening to that soft voice, I think it started to get louder and louder and louder, you know, the further down my spiritual path that I, that I was going. So definitely, I think, Greenpeace, that was the, I think the breakup was the beginning. It was the beginning of me taking chances, going for things that I never would have gone for normally, it working out and thinking, oh, it worked, right? This gut thing, it worked, this worked, this worked. But it, you know, it's through that process of action kind of creates momentum. And we get to, by taking action, we get to see that, oh, well, yeah, that does work, you know? So I think that's kind of, it's got louder and louder and stronger and stronger. And I love that because just, just watching you, I could see you recalling those moments of when that's happened. And you just lit up like a Christmas tree. I could see you go, yeah, that did work. Hang on, when I did trust that, it actually did happen. It's like, And it's always nice when I see people have those kind of recollections because it is. And I think a big point for a lot of our listeners and viewers is that you do have to reflect on what has worked because that's something that we tend to forget moving forward, I think, because you've got to look at, go, hang on, when it didn't really lead me astray, this did work when I listened to that voice. This did work when I listened to this. And I think it's a it's a real struggle for, for some people to get used to listening to that voice. But I love that story about kind of going there. Now we're going to fast forward. So just very quickly for our listeners and viewers. So summarizing where you're at you've done all this this is your journey so what are you doing now how are you helping the, these lovely spiritual entrepreneurs give us the rundown let's let i want it let's give it to us all or don't leave anything else i want to hear it everything yeah so essentially you know what i help entrepreneurs to connect to their soul their soul source um you know source energy 
which actually kind of allows them to experience that, come into alignment more with that higher vibration, that higher frequency, so that they can start to create and manifest the abundant business and life that they dream of. Because, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, we're visionary, we have these really big goals. And, you know, oftentimes the conscious mind is like, you're crazy. You can't do that. You've never done that before. What makes you think you can do it? You know? And, you know, as I say to my clients, that's just because the conscious mind and the ego only knows what it knows. You know, it can't take you to a place it's never been before. Whereas your infinite self, we're infinite immortal spiritual beings, your infinite self has that higher vision. It has that higher view. And I see it like, you know, where infinite immortal spiritual beings in a physical body down on this physical plane. And I, I almost liken it to being in a maze, right? You mm-hmm. Kind of like you don't see the bigger picture always, yep. but your soul does. And the more that you can open yourself to that guidance, the more that you, you know, you, you, you raise your frequency, you can, you know, glide through life a lot more because you yes. allow yourself to be guided instead of being down in the weeds, you know? And I think what tends to happen, I'll just say this one last thing. I get so passionate about this. I can tell, that's right. You keep going. Don't leave it out. <laughs> Love it. Our conscious mind will always argue for our limits. Limitations. It will always tell you all of the reasons why you can't do something, you know, and yep. because it it doesn't know. Whereas when you allow yourself to listen and be guided, you know, you'll be shown the way, the path. And the more you take action on that guidance, um, the more the guidance comes through and the easier it becomes. So, you know, through the process with my clients, you know, I work with my clients through guided soul journeys. Love guided soul journeys. Yeah. Yes. Working in the dream time, another really powerful way to connect. And then I have another process, Clarity Now Workshop, which is kind of a distilled version of all that I do. And it's just a three-hour process. And that, too, can help you just very quickly tune in, you know, so that you there's no mistaking the guidance that comes through. Because oftentimes we can be like, is that the message? Is that what I, you know what I mean? It's hard to discern what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, right? look, that's, it's interesting. You're doing the Clarity Now workshop and I'm like – yeah, it, it just in this time, I also run and I've created a, a thinking signs workshop because the common questions that I get asked when wow. I'm going around is like, so is, is that the sign? What's the message behind that? And it's like, that's what I'm good, but I'm not your walking, talking Google, your spiritual Google. You can't just, you know, ring me or ping me and say, by the way, what's this? The idea is you've got to delve in and, and work it out for yourself. And I think that's what I love about the, obviously the, that great short, sharp clarity now workshop can offer that for people as well kind of like learn to trust that voice but discover it for themselves you know so through that in 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 that particular workshop are they you're saying they're going to receive that kind of clarity but are they also getting that understanding of how to decipher the things and the messages they're getting yes so basically i mean and i love that you talk to think about signs because you know i the the soul source, it speaks to us um, through imagery. Imagery is the language of our soul, you know, because when you think about it, you know, there's signs, there's synchronicities, tarot card readers, they read a tarot deck. It's all imagery. But in, in the workshop that I do, we're working with imagery. You're working with the language of your soul. So you're actually, you know, we we vision, we do soul journey to kind of open that line of communication to create that clear channel and then through the power of imagery you're creating the vision so it's 
you know, some people might think it's a vision boarding workshop. It's it's not a run-of-the-mill vision boarding <laughs> workshop. You're actually working with imagery to create the vision, but it's a downloaded vision, if you will. And so I think oftentimes when people, you know, maybe create a vision board, they're like, oh, I want a car and I want a house and I want... But this is goes way deeper because it's actually slipping beneath the surface of what your conscious desires are to access your subconscious mind and your soul to what you really and truly want. And then through that guidance, you know, you're able to, it's almost, it's a roadmap that's created. And as we work with the vision, it's a mirror reflection of what your soul wants. And through that, we begin a conversation, you know, where you begin to start to uncover, you know, what's getting in the way, where are you going? What do you need to do? And and I think the imagery is a huge piece of that. So I love that you mentioned that about working with imagery because it's very, very powerful. And that's going to bring me to another important question because I know that I uh, a few of the, the members that I have and a few people that obviously questions get asked when going around and doing stage work and whatnot is that even with this, and I love that because you're going beneath that conscious level and that's why that's you know that's the inner power that's why inner power podcast is like let's get past this let's get past that superficial stuff so once you really kind of tap in and harness that you really start to get a clearer vision but that's the vision and i think this is what's really important that's why you and i connect so because it's like we know the power of that and for anyone that whether entrepreneur or not but if you can access that part of yourself and start to tap into that kind of imagery then you're going to have a massive magnet or pull factor that's going to help get you through life a lot quicker rather than trying to navigate through the maze, like you were saying, with the conscious mind going, is this the right direction? Maybe I should do this, or maybe that's the right way. Whereas when you do tap into that energy, it's just a knowing. It is. Yeah, you talk about that imagery. Now, when you're talking about this imagery and say it's more like that deeper vision, now a couple of people mentioned they go, oh, but I'm not really good with visualizations or I'm not really good with like when I meditate or I journey, I, I don't really see a lot. With this, with what you're talking about, is that going to be problematic or is this vision coming in different ways? So basically, I guess that with the journeying, you know, you can actually, what's so, what I love about this is that when, when I take my clients on soul journeys, sometimes they can fall asleep, right? Yes. <laughs> I'll put my hand up for that one. <laughs> so oops, that one slipped a bit too deep on that one. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's this automatic assumption that because we've fallen asleep, that we're missing out. And But, but dream time is so powerful because when you're asleep, you're moving into those higher states and realms. So even though you're sleeping, there's another deeper aspect and level of yourself that's that's doing the work. And so when you kind of like, if you do fall asleep in the journey, it, it's not an issue. It's not a problem because your soul knows the truth of who you are and it will share with you that truth. So what happens is that we journey, the lines of communication are opened and then you actually we go really fast. You're actually working. You have a pile of images that you've collected and you just grab the things that speak to you in the moment. And that's so important because it's about being in your intuition, allowing that to guide you and not being in your head. And so as you gather the images and create the vision, it's totally you know, done from a very intuitive place. And then once you have that vision, I have a very powerful shamanic process that we use in which we begin to uncover the deeper meanings around your vision and what you've created. And that's where 
the guidance comes. That's where, you know, the messages really powerfully come through and there's no mistaking it, you know. So my clients always are like, OMG, I can't believe that, you know, I discovered this or that. Or I've had clients be stuck and then realize, oh, I'm on the right path. They just didn't know it because things happened so fast and it wasn't clear to them, you know. So yeah, the soul loves the truth and it will always share with you the truth of who you are. And I think it brings up a valid point because I've been going through this again myself personally, just, and I always say to people, when you have, you get these, like whether it's the images, the visions, or even like the words and the feelings or the knowing, certain words or phrases will kind of pop up. And I always say to people that when you're getting messages from like when you're connecting with your soul, and, you know, from universal spirit, they're trying, it's like they will take the easiest way possible to deliver the message to you. It's kind of like water and gravity. It will always take the path of least resistance to reach its destination. And considering how jumbled and uh, lovely and love our lovely conscious mind runs interference on that on a constant basis, that's why I think they jump in and go, we'll tell you like this and we'll give you that. And I always find too is like it's important to learn to trust yourself with what's coming through, but also learn to work through what's been said because sometimes i don't know whether you've fallen victim to this or maybe even people in your classes because i i've personally fallen victim to it was I, I took a message or i took this vision i'm like cool this is what it is and then i've only found that i completely misinterpreted it with my conscious mind at the time and i'm sure that you know my viewers and listeners <laughs> probably go yeah that's me paint like i've i suffered from that it's just in in through this process and, and when you're going taking people through like your journeys or your vision process or the clarity now what's your advice to someone with helping to work through that to go like either working through that this. message or deciphering that message i love this question thanks peter for asking it i i find that what's really powerful is that our soul and our spirit guides only use images that we actually understand. And I think one of the things that people tend to do, even, you know, with my clients when they're working with their dreams or if they're walking along and they find a feather or whatever, they automatically go to the dictionary or Google the meaning of a feather or the meaning of when in reality... Or message someone like us, hey, Louise, they'll message us and go, I got this one. What does this mean? <laughs> you know, actually, it, it really is what it means to you because yes. they are communicating with you. So it's about just taking a breath and, you know, thinking about what that means to you. And I, I can give you an example. Just recently, I was out, you know, and was out walking and I saw a kingfisher. And I'd just gone through this huge um, shift in my business. And I was like, I knew the Kingfisher had a message for me. And then I thought, oh, what's Kingfisher? Oh, I should. And I, I to catch my, oh my God, Louise, I can't believe that you're going to do that. Even Googling Kingfisher, shame on you. Right? But then I just. I guess what, Louise? You're human. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's I funny love it. because we all do it, right? Yeah, no, like, hey, I'm, I'm guilty. I'll still check it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this means. So, yeah. but I just had to take a breath and stop. And then I thought about the kingfisher. And to me, the kingfisher is, is the master of the ocean, the water. So that's our emotions and of the air. So it's the mental, it's the beliefs. And so I've been you know, made this huge shift and transformation in my business. And it was like, you know what, Louise, you've figured this out. You've actually, 
you know, mastered your beliefs around this issue and your emotions. And emotions are so important and beliefs are so important because our emotions are, are how we communicate with the energy of the universe. And so when you have an emotion or a feeling that is, you know, out of alignment with the things that you want, then it's, you know, it's going to push that thing away. So it's very important to master, you know, our emotional energy and yeah. uh, frequency. So that that's an example of how the messages come through. And, and, and one other thing that I would like to share with your viewers and your listeners is that the more that you take the time to kind of really sink deeper into the image and what it means for you, I'd encourage you to create a sort of dictionary your own dictionary. It's like you're creating your own language with your soul. So you could, I could put in my dictionary, Kingfisher, mastering emotional and mental beliefs. And then, you know, the soul then knows, oh, okay, that's an image in the future that I'm going to use for X, Y, Z. So you're actually very consciously and intentionally developing this very rich language that you yes. can now very intentionally communicate with your soul. So it's very powerful to to be more proactive. Well, and look, I love that you've just said that, like being proactive in it rather than kind of always being reactive because I think for both you and I to get to this point, like with ourselves, our lives, our businesses and all the rest of it, we've had to be proactive. It's taken the time to learn. It's taken the time to understand how our brains is working with that universal energy and how we can kind of decipher it because that's exactly what you said you you know kingfish can mean that for you but it might mean something different for me or it might mean difference for the next person and the person after that so it's about kind of sitting with that and you may very well find that meaning might change too like if you've sat with it and do it but if you're suggesting that what are you saying if it's and that's a, i love the suggestion because it is about being proactive because i always say to people this is a language it really is you are discovering the language of the soul that communicates with universe and frequency. It's a huge language. It's a massive language. And we have to figure that out. We have to learn that. So when you're saying there, people going, take the breath, work this out and start doing this, what would you suggest for, for them or how to start that process? Well, I would say a couple of things, really. Taking a breath and just taking the time and really trusting and believing that the answer's within you, that you actually do know what it means, but it's just going to require you to kind of dig in a little deeper. And then you just ask yourself, what does it mean for me? And then you could write, I think I encourage my clients to create because we imagery is, is a very beautiful and powerful language that becomes even more vibrant while we're sleeping. I encourage them to create a, I call it a dream dictionary. So you could write down the various images that come to you and the meanings that you assign to them. And then it's like you're actually sort of setting it more firmly in tablets, you know, of stone yeah. as to it can evolve, but this allows your soul to kind of cherry pick the images that it wants to populate in your dreams, for example. And the more, I think the more specific when you're looking for guidance is to ask specific questions. And the more specific you are, then the easier it's going to be for you to interpret what's coming through. because. You can't, when there's a specific question, for example, in dreaming, you you program your dreams and ask a specific question. There's no misinterpreting what the dream's about now because you made it very clear what you wanted to know, if that makes sense. so It does. And I know that we're going to delve into this a little bit further and we're going to jump in because 
Yeah, the great thing is, everyone, just let you know, like, as you can see, like, I knew this was going to happen, Louise. It's such a rich and deep <laughs> conversation, and there's the topics just are going to expand beyond our, you know, where it's going to go. And we're definitely going to be jumping into that. And the great thing is, we're going to have a back to back episode here. So, the Louise, and we're going to be jumping more into the dreaming and the soul journeying. And Louise is going to take through this because I love that aspect because it's such a powerful, powerful part of ourselves that I think is completely undervalued for a lot of people and it's kind of dismissed with where it was to be. But very quickly, Louise, just before we uh, wrap this one up, with this, how does, I just want to really hammer home for people what, so you take people through these journeys, take people through like the clarity now, but how would this ultimately help the person that you're working with? Ultimately, I think that in life, been conditioned to believe and to operate, you know, within the educational system, to really rely on our conscious mind, you know, and thought and thoughts of other people. You know, we read the textbooks and it's all it's all kind of regurgitated. It's, there's no really super new thinking, I don't believe. You know, we we're kind of, you know, working very much within a the confines of a system. And as we learn to connect with that higher part of who we are, that really powerful part of ourselves, our infinite selves. We've lived many lifetimes. This isn't the first rodeo. We've lived many, many lifetimes. And there's been studies on this. You know, I I worked with one of the pioneers in past life regression, Brian Weiss. And, you know, he's a medical doctor and psychiatrist and a pioneer in past life regression. And when I trained with him, gosh, over 10 years ago now, the majority of people there were actually psychotherapists because they understood the power of this work. And so as we connect with that part of ourselves, that is infinite, immortal and eternal. As we connect with our soul, we can actually come to know more of who we truly are as immensely powerful spiritual beings. We have a very rich past life history that includes past life gifts. Also, maybe the not so good stuff. I work with a lot of healers who have a bit of a resistance to really step into and own their power because not so good stuff happened in their past. So we need Mm, to clear that. So it's important, you know, in this journeying with your soul, You can activate ancestral too, ancestral and past life gifts, but you also need to release some of the stuff that's been holding you back. And if, you know, any of your viewers or listeners are are wondering, do I have beliefs that are preventing me from doing, Mm -hmm. you know, or having whatever I want? Yeah. It's like, is that me? Do I really have that? Is that really going on for me? Then I would just say, you know, take a look around you because, you know, what you have in your life is a reflection of what you believe. And what you believe is possible for you. And if you know that you're meant for more, but you're not seeing that in your reality now, it's simply because there's some beliefs that need to be cleared. And the more that you can connect with your infinite self, your soul, the more that opens you up to really like understand truly how powerful you are and to let go of the less, the more disempowering beliefs that might have been holding you back up until now. So for me, really, it's about ditching that old paradigm of you got to work hard, you got to hustle, you've got to effort your way to your successful business 
and more about stepping into and owning that part of you that's infinitely mortal and eternal. And that's why, you know, I love to facilitate my program, The Way of the Successful Spiritual Entrepreneur, because it's really about owning your power, potential, and just going for the dreams that you're meant to live and have in your life. How powerful is that? Oh, like right there. How could you like? I was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like it's like just so speaking my language. But and uh, now, if anybody's resonated with that, what's the best way they can find you? If they go to my website, uh, wilsoncom and they can find me there, and I've got a number of great little resources there to support you know your listeners and viewers in actually taking that first step to start communicating with their soul while they're sleeping so that's a great way to connect awesome so there you go guys it's like www.louis-wilson.com and you can go there and you can start already start that process communicating with your soul while you're sleeping which is a great one so go and check it out but of course don't go anywhere we're going to be back very soon in the next episode we're going to be going deeper into the soul journey we're going to get it so um i would probably suggest bring some snacks uh bring some brain food you might have to need it uh, in this next episode but just right here right now louise thank you so much for your time and instructions it's been thank so you. nice to get to know you that and your story that little bit more and i'm really looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode thank you so much peter and thank you to your listeners and viewers